1: All right, welcome back to another episode of Slaying the Sale. I am your awesome ass host Kyle Slaymaker and I am joined today by the one by the only Matt Motherfucking Rhoda.
0: <laughs> you know what though, as even though you said I am actually not the one and only Matt Rhoda, there is another Matthew Michael Rhoda out in the world. Which Is there pisses really? me off. Yeah, that's, yep. that's
1: why I got the blue check on Facebook because there's Dang. a lot of Kyle Slaymakers out there.
0: Yeah, that was one of the main reasons I did too. I've like, i no owned movie. one. But here's the funny story. This kid, he's probably early 20s at this point, created some, he went to Penn State, created some like concussion protocol, software, x-ray, technology, like brainiac. Like way smarter than I'll ever be. I'm like, you got to Kidding me. Like there's one other Matthew wrote out in the world and the kid's a genius. Like makes me look like a schmuck. So go figure. There's a
1: there so not to disparage any other Kyle Slaymakers out there, <laughs> but there's there's only one that is like professional and and doing really well for himself, at least that I've seen. We've never crossed sure yeah. we will eventually. He was like some big track star in Iowa or some shit. Nice.
0: nice. Yeah. Yeah
1: so guys if you if you haven't figured out already matt and i are friends we've known each other for a good bit of time we always have a good rapport some good chemistry and we have a lot of fun together we're both members of matt's one and only battlefield alliance which is one of the best if not the best actually i think it is the best master of the best in central pa it's got a group full of rock stars people from all over the all over the central pa region doing great things so Matt, why don't we start with that? Why don't you tell us about Battlefield a little bit before we
0: get into it? Awesome. So. Yeah, would love to, man. So I've been part of different networking groups for a bunch of years and I, I get a lot of value out of it and I find them very beneficial for business. Um, but I always kind of felt like they were lacking like a deeper educational connection piece, like getting together in person and really kind of learning about business, um, sharing those wins with each other and just encouraging each other outside of that you know, time that you meet every week. Um, so about nine months ago, I reached out to 10 friends. I was like, Hey, if I create something similar, but different, would you join it? Eight of them responded within like an hour, two hours. And they're like, yeah, do it. We'll join. Um, so I put the idea, idea together. Um, we have group calls, guest speaker calls, in-person meetups. We do give back lunches where we, you know, each bring a hundred bucks and tip a waitress, a couple hundred bucks or a thousand bucks plus we send out leadership books. So it's really cool. Um, and we were doing that for about 6 7 months and I was kind of like the one running the show and I realized I was running into a brick wall in terms of the amount of value that I felt I could give just being the sole kind of force behind it um so I reached out to two guys inside the group Jeff and Clay and I was like hey guys would you want to help me level this thing up and take it to a brand new level um you know be business partners with me and they were like yeah let's do it so the last 2 months behind the scenes we have gone from what I would call a B minus B experience and business model to A minus A. I think we're going to get to the A plus stage pretty soon. Um, But now we have different levels of membership, way more value that we're adding. We're actually doing three in-person masterminds throughout the year for our growth level members. Um, So it's just a phenomenal group of people. It's all about encouraging each other to win, sharing wins with each other, and just inspiring the crap out of each other to go out there and crush it on a daily basis. Hell yeah, that's what it's all about. All right. So
1: obviously I wanted to start with Battlefield because that was, you know, it's it's an awesome thing that you're doing. I love it. Appreciate it. I love it. Um, very, very proud to be a member of Battlefield. Um, so let's give a little bit of background about yourself before we start talking business stuff.
0: Yeah, sure. So uh born and raised PA, uh athlete growing up, fortunate enough to be, you know, part of a family with two parents who remain married, you know until my dad passed away two years ago, two older sisters, younger brother, just a really good upbringing, Um, played sports, baseball, basketball specifically, was always the team captain through grade school, early high school, early, excuse me, early high school, made a couple wrong decisions, went down totally different path that I should have got involved in drugs, um, petty crimes, nonsense like that. That was then my life for sophomore, junior, senior year of high school, all of college, I was arrested towards the end of high school for breaking into a car, stealing a a debit card, emptying out some cash out of an ATM machine. Uh, By the grace of God, I was 17 years old and 360 or 358 days old. So seven days before my 18th birthday, my attorney said, had I committed that crime on my 18th birthday or as an 18 year old, I would have been doing time uh, for grand theft larceny. I was like, oh, that's a shock. Like we didn't expect to hear that. Um, got arrested in college for selling drugs, kicked out of college, and then worked my magic and my charisma and got back into college without actually serving any time off, which was a miracle in and of itself. Um, drugs were just a major part of it. Kind of lacked passion, lacked focus, lacked purpose, lacked discipline, and just lived that life from 16 to about 33, 33, 34, 32, something like that. Um, went out to California for five years, lived out there after college, moved back East, started a business with my brother and a marketing company called road marketing. Did that in 2010, was still smoking weed all day, every day for the first couple of years of being in business and wondered why we weren't like growing successfully and just kind of like remaining stagnant, but doing well enough that it paid our bills and stuff. And then, uh, in 2000, I'd never get this right. I've been married for, I think this is ours. I don't know five, six years, seven years. I don't know what it's been. Um, was introduced to my now wife, Helen on a blind date, fell in love with her, shared my entire story with her. I always put all my cards on the table. I don't hide anything. I just feel like be an open book. That's the best way to live. Um, she was basically like, choose me or choose the drugs, but you can't have both immediately chose her. Um, we were engaged three months, I think three, four months after dating. So right away, I kind of knew she was the one, um, married now, whatever it is, five, six years, seven years. She would kill me if I don't know the exact, I think 2017. So whatever that makes it. Uh, But four beautiful kids, business is thriving, completely drug free for the last whatever year since I've known Helen. Don't even, I drink like once a year, like a a whiskey if I want, but I don't even do that that often. Um, And just have found so much purpose, clarity, passion, drive, focus in my life now that there's no going back. Beautiful. Man, you just dropped like your whole life story right there in the intro. <laughs> episode
1: done, right. I guess. Yeah. Right. Click route. We're, we're done. It was good. Good short interview. Um, so let's talk more about road marketing. What are you doing with road of marketing?
0: Yeah. So we are a digital marketing agency. Um, we specialize in search engine optimization. That's kind of where we hang our hat because that's what I learned out in California. When I was out there for five years, I was working with a guy who owned an SEO company, so that's the skill set that I learned out there and then brought back home to PA when I moved back around 2010. Um, first three years of being in business, all we did was search engine optimization. So we would literally, you know, business owner would contact us. We would do everything we do for SEO. We would get their website to the top of the search engines and they would basically not get more leads. And then they would fire us or threaten to fire us and be like, you're not doing your job. And we would show them ranking reports and we're like, no, we're doing our job. Like we have data to prove it. But their website sucked. And like, I would say that nicely, but I'd be like, listen, like I can get people to your website, but if your website looks like crap and doesn't have the right call to actions, isn't optimized for conversions, et cetera, I can't make them contact you. Like I can only take this train so far. So we were outsourcing some of that work then to other agencies that had a developer on staff that could make the changes that we needed made to make our work work for our clients. Um, And in about six months of doing that, maybe a year, I had a conversation with my brother and business partner. I was like, I think we're like throwing money out the window right now, leaving money on the table. And we're opening ourselves up to saying like, Hey Kyle, you hired us for SEO. We need you to go work with this company to update your website. The opportunity existed for that company then to be like, Oh, well we do SEO too. Just come to us and we can do everything. So we were really risking a lot of business Um, not only stunting our own growth, but potentially going backwards by losing business. So around 2013, 14, we made the decision to be more all encompassing. So we started doing social media for clients and email marketing campaigns, website design development, still SEO is the name of the game for us, uh, reputation management. We offer paid ad services, geofencing and direct mail campaigns as well as part of our service, but we don't do those in-house. We have found rather than trying to do everything really well personally, we do what we do best and what we're best suited for and what we're passionate about. And then we found vendors who do all these other aspects of marketing that our clients need, but we just don't want to have the the headache of hiring the right people and reporting it. I always say, if we don't personally do a service for marketing that you need help with, I would be willing to bet we have a relationship with somebody that's the best at what they do and that they can help with it.
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, what are some, what's like the one quick, easy tip that can help people with their SEO to let them know that you are absolutely able to put your money where your mouth is.
0: A tip would be if you go, and this is hard to do, but if you know how to look at the source of your website, like the code of your website, go to your homepage and view source code and do a control F search for a title tag, type in title, and you'll see a title tag. If that title tag has your business name in it, or if it's a long sentence, or if it just says home, um, or if it has like 40 keywords long, you're not optimized properly. That's the very first thing I do for clients when someone reaches out to me, potential clients, when someone reaches out to me and says, hey, you know, we, we're interested in learning more about your services. I immediately go to the homepage title tag and I view source code and I look at what their title tag is. And I can tell you within three to seven seconds if A, they've never worked with an SEO company or they're working with an SEO company that just has no idea what they're doing or working with an SEO company that just doesn't care what they're doing. Um, But that's an immediate thing you could look at, say, okay, I need to do something to my website's search engine optimization strategy because the homepage will tell the story. Beautiful, beautiful. So um, I I think I kind of want to go a
1: little bit, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Um, I want to kind of go back to your speech from the success summit the five pillars of personal excellence yep um because that was a really really powerful speech and guys if you're listening if you i'm going to plug my own shit here um Mm -hmm. so last year i held the first annual Slaymaker success summit it was a huge huge success we had about 60 70 people in the crowd um for our first event it was huge this year is at mickey's black box on october 20th we've got three battlefield speakers up on stage you've got myself you've got clay smelter who's a coach for battlefield and you've got nell tice who's a battlefield member um anyway october 20th get your tickets we've got people coming in from all over the country including sammy knight we've got kate shipman miss elizabeth it's going to be fun but matt was one of our speakers last year and he spoke about the five pillars of personal excellence and it was a fantastic fantastic speech and i'd be remiss to say and not mention that uh, you did it while wearing a weighted vest. So go ahead, drop, drop a quick rundown of the five pillars of personal excellence.
0: I'd love to, man. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a subject I hold extremely close to my heart because for, I mean, when I, when I was growing up, let's call it age one to 10 before I even knew what personal excellence was or the idea of it, I lived a pretty good standard of it, even though I didn't know what I was doing just because I played sports, I was a good kid, et cetera. And then from like 16 to again, 32, 33, I was the opposite of personal excellence and it took me down the wrong path. It stunned my growth and I wouldn't take any of it back because here I am today and I'm super blessed and grateful for everything I have. But I always wonder had I lived these five pillars, you know, 16 until today, where could my life be? And again, I, I would hope if I did, I'd still have Helen and my kids, et cetera, but like financially more businesses, who knows? Uh, but Personal excellence, it's something when I talk about it, I always say, you don't get to pick and choose what you get to be personally excellent in. You don't get to say, I'm going to be a really awesome dad. And then you get to be a dick husband or a terrible business, unethical business owner, or I'm going to crush business, but I'm a terrible dad at home and my kids never get to see me. Like For me, at least, personal excellence is an all-encompassing, every piece of the puzzle term that you either live by or you don't live by. So the five pillars as i've defined them um it's attitude you have to have the right attitude in life you can't be a victim you've got to be optimistic etc the next one is purpose you got to know why you're here on this earth what you've been putting on this earth to do and you've got to live and breathe it and to reveal your purpose it's an interesting process and Coach uh clay one of the battlefield alliance coaches helped me reveal that to myself probably like eight months ago and i always kind of was like yeah purpose i'm a good dad i'm a good husband i'm a And he was like, no, it's not purpose. Like, that's what you do. Like, what's your purpose? So real quick, I'll share my purpose since it's so clear to me now. It's lead by example, lift others up, live surrounded by love and love my story. So every day I write that out. Every day I make sure that when I'm making a tough decision or an easy decision, I put it through my purpose filter and make sure it serves at least some of those pillars of my purpose. The next one is passion. You've got to find something you're passionate about. If you're able to take that passion and turn it into a business and make money doing it. Kudos to you, all the more power to you, but it doesn't have to be that. You could work a nine to five that you're happy enough with, but you're not passionate about, but find something on the side that you're passionate about that you can pour that kind of energy into because you pour energy into that, it gives you energy back. And then it allows you to excel in all these different areas of your life that we talked about professionally, personally, you know, fitness and all those different things. Um, And then there's the L is leadership or leader. I think... And I said this at, during the speech, like every single human being on this earth is a leader to some extent. You may not think so, but you've got strangers watching you. You've got people on social media. You've got your kids. You've got your spouse. You've got your employees. You've got co-workers. Like they're just there's always eyeballs out there that are seeing you. So you have to take that responsibility very not lightly so whatever that very seriously um, and understand that you're an example to others so you have to abide by that standard that you set for yourself and be a leader Um, and it comes in many different forms and then the last one the why is you um, and that's because it all comes back to you like you can you control your destiny you control your future you control the people you surround yourself with you control the content that you consume you control the decisions that you make. Like it is it is all on your shoulders. There's no pointing the finger at others and being like the reason I'm not happy or successful or whatever is because this is, the, this is wrong or that person did me wrong. It all comes back to you. It always does and it always will.
1: I love it. Do you find or have you found, maybe that's the better way to put it. Have you found any examples maybe in the past month to two months where any of that has been truly tested for you? whether it's uh,
0: yeah no it's all the time man and it so it's for me it's it's financially so wherever that falls into the picture of thing it's it's business and it's financial like i'm i'm fortunate enough that i work from home i absolutely love working from home i'm pretty efficient with my time working from home uh, i've built a business where i can work in it, not all the time, some of the time, and on it some of the time, but then have a lot of freedom. Um, there's, there's, it just might've been this morning or last night or something. Like I'm, I'm probably this morning, cause I shared a post yesterday about like going through the motions of like this outreach campaign that we're doing and getting like nothing after 30 attempts and being like, oh man, like, you know, this sucks and it's never gonna work out. Why am I standing here writing addresses? I should just like, et cetera. I just went through this like, woe is me, like hour of my time. Um, and then the more I thought about it last night after I posted it and I had a couple people chime in and share some encouraging words. And I just kind of like did my own self-reflection of like, yeah, dude, like this is like, you're basically like the amount of money I currently make is a direct reflection of how much effort I put out, how efficient I am, how target I am in my approach and how consistent I am. And that's the you factor. Like that. that's all me. Like I can't look at my bank account and be like, ah, it's not fair. Like I work really hard and other people make so much more money and they're not as passionate. Like fuck all that noise. Like it comes back to me not doing what I need to do on a daily basis to the degree that I need to do it. If I want to go from X to X times two. And that's, you know, it's, it's, it's an all day, every day battle. Like personal excellence isn't something. And at your speech and what I believe is it's a lifelong journey and it's a daily journey. Like you never get to the destination where you're like, sweet, I am personally excellent and I'm done. Like I'm good to go. Like I could just now hit the cruise control button because I found my speed and I'm good to cruise into the future, into my, into the sunset. It's every day you'll hit battles that throw you backwards. You got to get back up. You got to understand, like it, it's a constant battle, dude.
1: It is. It is. And I, I think it's, that's really, really important for all of our, our listeners, viewers, even though I don't do video podcasts um for everybody to hear because you know you see all these high performers especially if you run in the circles that we run in um you see these people that are just out there doing these huge things it's it's good to realize that you know everybody's human we all have those moments where we sit there and we question everything we question if we're doing what we should be if we're doing things the best i know that over the past year year and a half i've significantly lost Um my way and how i was doing things how i wanted to do things Mm -hmm. so it was a you know you have to have sometimes those come to jesus talks with yourself so and that's all and by the way i know the campaign that you're speaking of and i think it's it's an awesome awesome thing i I think it take i think it takes balls uh now i want to give a a caveat to that before i have you tell people about the campaign because i think it is really cool Mm -hmm. Um, it's something that shouldn't take balls and probably in any other time frame, it doesn't take balls. But with the current climate that we're in with AI, it does take balls because there's such a heavy focus on it. You know, you're, you're going against the grain, but you would have been with the grain two months ago. You know what exactly. I mean? Like it's, it, it's that sort of thing. So I think we're going to go down that route. So why don't you tell people about the campaign because it's, it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. appreciate that, man. Um, so, yeah, over the years, been in business now, road marketing, it's called it 13 years. And we've always, we've never narrowed it down to a specific niche. It's always been like, we'll work with anybody dentists, lawyers, home improvement companies, e commerce sites, whoever came to us, we always were able to find a way to help them. Um, over the last, call it a year, but it's probably been more like eight, nine, nine months. I've had. Different conversations with different people, tried different outreach campaigns with LinkedIn and stuff, failed at them miserably because we hired someone that just didn't work out. Um, But the silver lining and all that was he helped me and us realize that the more you get very specific in who you're targeting, the better your messaging is and just you like success finds you that way. So we were like, well, crap, we have two home improvement companies, home remodeling companies, one's out in Chester County, one's right here in Lancaster County. And they crush it. Like they just they spend this much. Or you almost see this. Like they spend a very little bit, and they make a ton of money every year from what we do. So I was like, well, crap. You know, if that's the case, like they're making I don't know, like hundreds of return, hundreds of percentages of return on investment every year. So. I'm like, you know, it's it's the big ticket items that we sell, that we help people sell that are easiest for us to justify our expenses. They get one kitchen remodel for the year, they've paid for our investment. They get 10, they've 10x start investment. So, we looked at everything, we're like, okay, if we want to go after one industry, who is it? It's the home remodeling industry. So, what we did was or what we we're doing and it's it was it's different and it's it's a little time consuming, but I go through LinkedIn Sales Navigator and basically throw some filters out there. And I'm finding owners of home remodeling companies all across the country. So I will get their name. I will then go to their website, record their website, physical address, email address. Ideally, it's their address, their email, but a lot of times it's info ad or whatever. So I, whatever ad, email address I can get, plug that in. Um, and then a phone number, which we haven't used yet. Maybe I'll use, I just hate making cold calls. So we'll see. Anyway, so first touch point is we have an eight and a half by 11 brown envelope. I will handwrite their physical address on the outside. We did print a piece of collateral to eight an eight and a half by 11 that goes in, it's one sided. It's a quote from our home remodeling client here in Lancaster talking about how efficient their website is, how they get leads constantly. It's a screenshot of how many leads they got in 2022 via Google analytics, which is like 425 leads or something. Um, it talks about the different parts of the campaign that they will get if they hire us. There's a couple more quotes. Um, But it speaks specifically to the home remodeling industry. So in there then, so I take that eight and a half, 11, put it in the brown envelope. And then I've got blue sticky notes, which basically are almost our brand. They're very close. They're not quite, but it's as close as I could get. I handwrite on a sticky note, the first person's first name. So Kyle, looking forward to connecting with you soon. Signed, Matt Rota. So it's handwritten envelope, which I'm hoping, you know, I took it to the post office, my first stack of 30 the other day, and I don't have return addresses on it. And the lady was like, Well, you know, if something goes wrong, we can't return them to you. And I was like, It's a chance, it's a chance I'll take. I want that intrigue, confusion factor for that business owner to get this letter in the mail to be like, Who's this from? So they open it like they're almost forced to open out of curiosity. And then they're going to see the first thing you are going to see is a sticky note with my name, you know, you know handwritten, a quick little note. Let's looking forward to connecting. And then there's this, you know, well designed, professional piece. At the bottom of it or at the top, there's a QR code. It says like, scan this QR code if you want to schedule a free consultation with Matt. So I make it very easy for them to like schedule my Calendly link, schedule a Zoom call. Or at the bottom, it says like, what's the next step? Look for an email from me in the next couple of days. I'm going to shoot you an email. So that's touch point one. Touch point two is basically. Did you get the brown envelope subject line so again these people are like what the fuck like what's this guy talking about brown envelope um and then it's very quick and to the point with another link to the calendly a link to a hidden page on our website that talks details of what we do quotes um more more specifics of what they would get for the package price etc third touch point which is what i'm hoping is like the one that gets people to be like okay this this guy i'm just gonna fucking call him like at least have a conversation he's trying pretty hard We got um, flower seeds, wild flower seeds. It's like a three inch packet by two inch packet plastic with seeds in it and you can customize it. So we've got our logo on the outside and I'm going to get the phrase wrong, but it's basically like with a little bit of love and nurture, these seeds can become flowers, just like with a little bit of love and nurture from our marketing company, your business can grow too. something like that, where it's like clever, like connecting the two of like growing a flower with love and nurture, same thing with your business. So that's going to go in a, like a standard white envelope with another little like it's not gonna be professionally designed this is just gonna be like a sheet of white paper that i signed something and like another little like is it worth like did i earn a, the right to a conversation or something like that and then there's like three or four more email touch points throughout one of which is going to be we're going to send a ranking report so we know what keywords people search for plus their city town we're going to run their website through that report send them a pdf attachment that says Here's where you rank on Google, Yahoo, and Bing currently for bathroom remodeling contractor, kitchen remodeling company, those types of keywords. So we're basically going to show them their shortcomings and be like, this is why you need us because you're currently not ranking on Google for your most important keywords. You're leaving money on the table. Um, And then there's one or two follow-up messages. So in all, there's, I think, six touch points, six or seven touch points, two of them being physical pieces of something in the mail that are getting delivered to them both of which have a handwritten personal aspect to it. Um, And now this is where I get like woo-woo-y, but this is what I believe. Like the reason I'm writing the address on it, the reason I'm writing handwritten notes, the reason I'm sealing those envelopes, I then like I'm meditating over them in the morning before I send them out. And I'm kind of like putting my energy into it and basically hoping that that's a difference maker, that there's like this energetic pool in the, paper and the whatever that causes these people to feel how much I care about what I'm doing. And that, that love that I'm pouring into just this outreach campaign translates into the love that they feel that I would pour into their business if they hire us to do their stuff.
1: So yeah, definitely an out of the box campaign. Right. And I think yeah. the the thing that sets it apart for me is the handwritten notes, especially yeah. in the, in the day where we're in the time period where ai is just exploding and everybody's starting to use ai for everything which yeah i get it believe me i do it's a powerful tool i like the fact that you're going down the route of of handwritten notes i love the uniqueness of the seeds and everything it's a really good drip campaign Thank you. um let's talk man how where do you go after
0: that campaign <laughs> I didn't Hopefully, expl- to the bank to deposit a boatload of checks.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's where you get, you get off of here and go to. That's your- where I want to go. Yeah. Um, what are some other unique things that you've done in with Rota Marketing? Like, tell us about your favorite experience with Rota Marketing.
0: Man, so awesome question. We, I always say, man, like, you could throw a rock and hit a marketing company nowadays. When I first started this business in 2010, I learned stuff in San Diego 2007 to 2010 that was cutting edge on the West Coast. It was like non-existent on the East Coast. So when I came over here in 2010 and started offering SEO, business owners were like, wait, you could do what? Like you can make my website show up on Google? This is incredible. And it was like, yeah, like ta-da. And now anybody like goes on to Google and you can learn quote unquote how to do SEO. So we're a dime a dozen in terms of the services that we offer to people. The differentiator for us has been always been and always will be the level of attention to detail that we pay for our clients. And beyond that, because there's other detail or companies, how we make our clients feel like they're family. Um, And we do that through really caring about their success and always going the extra mile for them. So I would be willing to bet God over the years, 13 years, we've probably I'll call it fifty to one hundred thousand dollars in little one-off jobs that we would do for him. Hey, can you update my website? It takes us fifteen or thirty minutes. Some companies would charge for that time. Sometimes we do if it's like excessive or all the time. But there's more often times than not where I like I'll send the task to my brother and he's like done. And I'm like that barely took any time. I'm like, are we charging the client for? It? He's like, no. Nah. He's like, it was like ten minutes of my time. Like just tell him it's on the house. So we do those kinds of things just to show them we're not nickeling and diming. We're not trying to squeeze every little penny out of them that we can, but I'll share a story that I think shows how much we actually care about the people that we work with and not just, I won't, don't just call them clients. Like they are like family. And one of them had a health issue. Um, It's a, husband, wife kind of run the business. They're both in it. They're both good friends of ours. She now comes over to our house and like takes care of our kids ears when we need help and stuff like that. But years ago, uh, the husband was going through some serious stuff and they had to travel back and forth to John Hopkins a couple of times. They've got two dogs and we knew like we, we both have dogs, my brother and I. So we know the hassle of like having to get someone to let your dog out or feed your dog or whatever. And like, and it, it changes like the whole routine for the day and the schedule. If you have to rush back, cause it's been too long, blah, blah, blah. So we reached out to them. We were like, Hey, if you guys are down in John Hopkins and like, you have like a eight or 10 hour day down there and you need someone to go let your dog out or feed your dog throughout the day, like give us the key, let us know. And like, we'll do that for you as many times as you need. And they're not like, they're not our neighbor, like it would be a 10, 15, 20 minute drive and another 15, 20 minute drive back. So it's not a ton of time. But you know, to do that, you know, it's an hour out of our day, just to go that extra mile for our client. But that's the kind of stuff that we want to do for our clients, because we want them to know, you know, I I just said this the other night to somebody like, uh, when you sign up with us, like one of the first things we say is like, welcome to the family, like we're a family run and operated business. But our clients are also meant to and intended to feel like they're part of our family, because it's not just a, here's your service, give me my check. Here's your service, send me my check. It's like, yeah, like, here's your service. Thank you for paying me for the service. But beyond that, like, I really want to see you succeed. And if I can help you outside of just succeeding in that business realm that you've hired us for, but in life and your relationships, whatever, I'll do whatever I can do to make their overall life a better experience. And to me, that's what business ownership is all about, but just being a good human being is all about too.
1: That's, that's servicing the sale. That is awesome. So let's, let's take that question and let's flip it on its head, right? Yep. What is the, and and this doesn't have to be just like what you've seen with Rota Marketing, but what is the worst thing you've seen a business owner do when it comes to running a business?
0: Oh man. Um, (laughs) I could tell you some of the worst things I've seen other companies do that do similar stuff to us, which is like hold clients' websites hostage and stuff. And it's like if you stop paying us, we're gonna take all your SEO away or we're gonna shut your website down, which I want to like break kneecaps when I hear stuff like that. Yeah. Um worst thing I've seen one of our business owners do or a business owner in general? It's a great question. Yeah, um, business
1: owner in general. I don't I don't wanna say yeah, I don't want you to be nah, like, and like, I wouldn't like yeah, I would
0: like yeah, put them on blast. Um I would, I mean, I guess it's similar to what I just said, which is you don't appreciate your clients. Like you take your clients for granted and you just treat them as a number. You treat them as like a paycheck. You treat them as, you know, sheep in a cattle or like sheep in a cattle shoot or whatever it is. Like, it's just like, hey, thanks. But it goes no deeper than just like send me my check and I'm I'm providing a service for you. So I feel like it would be just lacks that personal care. Like for me, I always say, man, like you- do the base of that and just not do this is probably it actually now I'm thinking out loud, not doing what you say you're going to do. Cause it, I've experienced businesses that do that. I've had other businesses that I work with that worked with a previous business that just did that. And to me, you know, people are like, what's your secret to success? You've been doing this for 13 years. That's a long time. I'm like, do what I say I'm going to (laughs) do. Like, uh, it's not a secret, but like, I, I feel like there's just so many people nowadays that are like, here's the deliverables and there's let's call it 10 items on the list and they'll do three to five and just expect not to get called out or hope not to get called out on the four to six that they didn't do and think that it's okay because they didn't get called out on it. So shit, I'll do that again. And to me, you know, I say over and over and over again, I'm going to do every single thing I promised you I'm going to do. I'm going to get it probably done ahead of time. And the reason for that selfishly is because when I go to bed at night, I want my head to hit the pillow and I want to fall asleep like a peaceful angel. And I want to wake up super happy and content because I know I'm doing the right things all the time. And I just don't think some people are wired like that. Some business owners are just like, what can I do to cut a corner? What can I do to you know, squeeze profit out of this person to each their own? But that's just not how we operate. We never will. Good. Excellent answer. Beautiful. Thank you. you stumped me for a second, man. I hate being stumped.
1: <laughs> well, here, here's one that probably won't stump you. What is some advice that you would give somebody looking to start a business? And you can't say always do what you say
0: you're going to do because you just. All right. Fair enough. Um, I would say make sure you love it first and foremost, or at least have a very strong liking for what you're going to go into business doing, because the reason I say that is go into business knowing to find success. It's a long game. Like it's not something The get rich quick things, the overnight success stories, they might happen. I doubt they really happen. You don't usually see the work that goes on behind the scenes to get to that quote unquote overnight success. But if you want to start a business and you want it to be something that you get to pour your heart and soul into, and obviously because you want to find some success, create some success for yourself and your family in your life, understand you're probably going to struggle more in the first couple of years and you're going to enjoy it but you got to grind your way through that struggle to get stronger through the struggle. So then you get to the other side. And then all of a sudden it's like, Holy crap. Like this is what like the life I was hoping for was, but you got to go into it with your hard hat on knowing you got to put in the work. You got to do the work. You're going to suffer. You're going to get kicked. You're going to fall back. You're going to fall down, but keep picking yourself up knowing that it's a long game that you're playing. And if you stay consistent with it and you, do what you say you're going to do and you're a good person and you got a good intentions behind it, you'll find success at some point. Beautiful.
1: Excellently put, man, you're on fire today, buddy.
0: Dude, I'm on point, man. What can I say? I it's Friday.
1: I, I I do my best. I do my best.
0: You're bringing out the best of me.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> Um, I, I mean, I, man, we, we covered a ton in 35 minutes. I'm, I'm really impressed. So why don't we, why don't we cut here? Cause I think we might overload our audience with, so, greatness. We'll have to come back into a part two. Where can the great Matt Michael Rhoda be found?
0: You can find me at matthewroda. is probably the most succinct answer, and then just Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Matthew Rhoda. I'm all over those social platforms. I don't do TikTok because I don't want the Chinese spying on me. So don't look for me there. Don't don't feel bad. The Chinese are probably <laughs> on all the other platforms. You see, that,
1: you see that oil diffuser uh, back on your desk? Yeah.
0: Exactly, yeah
1: You're probably listening in there they're like oh he put in patchouli <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're gonna get a little,
0: little little does he know yeah i love
1: it <laughs> all right awesome well matt thanks for coming on but i appreciate it likewise for-
0: man I appreciate being here dude
1: yeah absolutely anytime for all of my listeners viewers whatever maybe we'll put this one up on video matt's got a nice professional setup um i'll see you next week we'll see you see you for another episode see you guys
0: later Thanks for joining us this week on Slaying the Sale. If you're interested in knowing more about Kyle, make sure you head over to his website, theslaymakermethod.com, and pick up a copy of his best-selling books. Then, head to Facebook to join his private group, Slaymaker Sales Mastery, to become the number one salesperson in your company. And until next time, remember to keep slaying the sale.